Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. A massive rate hike has just been announced. This is how it's going to affect you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Special edition of our podcast and YouTube channel here as the Bank of Canada has just come out with a 100 basis point, a full 1% interest rate hike. This is a surprise. This was not expected. What was expected was 0.75, which while that is quite high, a full 100 basis points is more and uh, is, is the biggest move they've made in 24 years. Um, this is going to have major ramifications, especially in the housing market across Canada and definitely here in BC, in Vancouver, where real estate prices are the highest in the country. Um, quick look back here. We started this year at 0.25% overnight rate. We have seen four hikes since we are now at 2.5%. Um, big, big changes. And in a very short amount of time, this is changing the whole landscape. We are here today to uh, go over it a bit. We've got a mortgage specialist, Mikhail Ferreira, from the Bank of Montreal here as well. Um, Ryan, why don't you touch a little bit on why rates are going up so much so quickly? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is more of the inflation fight, right? Um, We are fighting uh, rising inflation. In fact, I know uh, at least uh, in Canada, we saw the last print at 7.7%, but the USA came out today at 9.1% which means that Canada's inflation rate definitely is going to be higher come July 20th. So, uh, you know, I I suspect some of this move to go to a full 100 basis points is because they have knowledge about where inflation is going come the 20th and they need to deal with it. Um, Central Bank has estimated that inflation will remain above 3% until 2024, meaning interest rates are probably going to stay elevated until we have control of that. Understandably, higher rates mean lower prices for homes. Uh, you know, buying power is just getting wiped off the table right now. Um, and a lot of people are thinking, you know, should I wait until prices come down? And, well, your buying power is also getting eroded at maybe even faster pace than, than prices are coming down. Um, we've already seen prices begun their decline, uh, but I suspect with a 100 basis point hike, uh, we're going to see some extreme, uh, more extreme cases of price drops um, and, and bigger price drops across the board, generally speaking. Yeah, it's all but guaranteed in the short term. If you look already, I mean, we've had four month of price declines here in Vancouver. We're down uh, 13% from the peaks in March or back in February, the decline started in March. So we're down 13% already. That was before today's uh, 100 basis point hike. This is going to further erode buying power um, and further erode pricing. It just will. It has to. It's the biggest effector on real estate prices is interest rates. Okay, so let's get into this and how it affects you. There are essentially three groups of people who really want to be paying attention to this. Um, 
people that have variable mortgages on their homes, uh, people who are looking to renew their mortgage in the near future, and of course, those who are thinking about buying a home and are about to get a mortgage. So to discuss this in depth is the number one mortgage specialist for Bank of Montreal across Canada, Mikhail Ferreira. He funds hundreds of millions of dollars of mortgages every single year. He has a wealth of knowledge and he is here to help kind of dispel some myths maybe, but also talk some hard truths because we are in interesting times. So Mikhail, thank you so much for being here today uh, we really appreciate your time because i know how busy you must be today <laughs> thanks guys uh, always a pleasure to be here and uh, obviously yeah big big surprise today um you know i think everybody was thinking that uh it would be a 75 basis point i, I don't think anybody saw uh, a one percent increase and uh you know the the sentiment today definitely has changed you know we are seeing a little more uh panic uh ensue but you know it, it's important that you know in that we understand exactly like what it means to you as, as a buyer, as a person renewing, as you know, anybody with a mortgage that has a variable component. And um, just to kind of dive into to a few things, I think uh, one of the, the, the biggest changes I feel that that's happened today is uh, for prospective home buyers, right? So if you are thinking about buying a home, um, today would be the first day uh, that your qualifying rate will have changed. So prior to this point, we've been getting away with using the minimum uh, stress test rate of five and a quarter percent, despite you know the fact that uh, rates have been going up. Uh, it had it never hit that threshold to cross that. Um, it did with the fixed rates as fixed rates crossed uh, that that you know uh, a while ago, um, because the average fixed rate is generally speaking anywhere between the low fives to the high fives, right? So the stress test says that you take whatever the greater of five and a quarter or your qualify, your actual rate plus 2%. So if you're at 5.5%, you add 2%, you're qualifying at seven and a half. So people in general have not been using the fixed rate um, when all of this started happening, right? Because, you know, fixed rates are, uh, have been climbing for, for some time. And they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're on a whole different metrics, right? Whereas the variable you know, because we've been, you know, under three, three point two, three point three, you, we never really crossed that five and uh, five and a quarter until today. So, you know, uh, if we're looking at a generally normal, you know, averaged variable discount, you're now you're now qualifying it over, um, you know, six percent, right? So that's a big jump to go from qualifying five and a quarter to, to 6%. In fact, likely it's going to be more than that for most people. Um, but, you know, that's about a 7 or 8% change in buying power overnight um, for everybody, you know, across the board. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, the biggest kicker, I think, initially for prospective home buyers um, that we'll instantly start seeing across the board for sure. Got it. Okay. So let's do a quick analysis here. Uh, for example, if you have a $100,000 a year salary, what could you qualify for in January before mm-hmm. all the hikes compared to today? So as I mentioned, of course, because we've been using the same stress test for the last, you know, forever <laughs> since it was implemented, um, you know, your qualifying was the same. It was about a hundred grand you could borrow, give or take about five seventy-five. That's just using an average, uh, you know, cost for the property and uh, the actual stress-tested payment. Uh, as of today, that same hundred grand gets you about five hundred and thirty thousand. 
So, you know, 100, 575, 100, 530, literally overnight. So, you know, back to your point, uh, Ryan, about, you know, although prices are dropping, buying power overnight just changed 8%, where we've had 13% since March changes in the market. So That's right. uh, I think if you compound those, you know, I, I think there's going to be a, a bigger change coming. But uh, definitely, um, you know, it, it, that's, you know, one of the things that we're going to have to start looking at when we're applying for uh, mortgages. Well, and I also think, like, for the average variable rate holder, for example, you know, if we go back to, say, January mm-hmm. of this year, which wasn't that long ago, <laughs> and we look at, at, at your interest that you were paying on your mortgage versus, mm-hmm. say, the principal that you were paying, that has shifted significantly based on where we're at now versus where mm-hmm. we were even just six months ago. Yeah, let me uh, share some figures here because I think, you know, this is a... Uh kind of shocking, but, you know, using an $800,000 mortgage, which is usually the average uh, mortgage size that we tend to do in in Vancouver. So uh, a fixed component, start with fixed, just to give you a little bit of a a look into that. So fixed in January, you're talking about 2%, right? Fixed today, you're at five and a half. So, you know, your payment today for, sorry, payment in January for an $800,000 fixed would be $2,953. As of today, at 5.5%, you're at $4,481. Right? Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Mikhail, yeah. that's a 50% increase. Almost. Yeah, that's that's pretty aggressive. And the variable, which has always been the cheapest option, right? So an $800,000 mortgage for, you know... Uh, I think 1.29%, you're at 2,679. Uh, whereas today, at about 4.04%, you're at $3,822 um, a month. Right? So you're wow. you're up roughly $14,000, $15,000 in the cost of mm-hmm. your annual mortgage. Over yeah, so, so <laughs> the, 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 the biggest thing, obviously, is, uh, you know, we're looking at the people who are applying now that are getting these, the people who are getting renewals. Right. Um, and you know, that's the, the shocker here is, is, is anybody that's renewing is going, is jumping up. Right. Whereas people who are jumping in, you know, these payments may not be palatable and they might have to be reduce their purchasing power as well. Right. Just, just to have a payment that's comfortable. Right. But you know, when you look at the overall, what you're paying towards, interest in versus principal. I mean, in, in January, 70% of your payment was going towards principal is now you're lucky if 30, to, you know, 20 to 30% is going to, to, to principal. So, wow. you know, big changes, um, will definitely impact the mentality of the, the buyer of the person applying of the person who has a maturity coming up. Right. Is it better I also, to, I also think it needs, it might need to, People who are selling their homes, mm-hmm. trying to buy something else, you need to understand that what people could afford six months mm-hmm. ago is no longer what they can afford now. No. Right? And no, it's, it's going to have an effect on prices. It's definitely much uh, more difficult. And, and also just lenders across the board now are going to be a lot more you know, stringent in how things come together because what the outlook uh, for the next few months, you know, if, if you were appraising a property today at $3 million, 
well, what's that property going to be worth in three months, right? So, you know, risk is going to play a bigger part in a lender's decisions these days. Mm. So, you know, now more than ever, um, you know, if you have a pre-approval that's already been put together, and it depends on how you've done that pre-approval, you may need to revisit before offering just to make sure that things are the same, that you're grandfathered into the old stress test. Because uh, if not, I mean, I see a lot of people who, you know, I've been pre-approved even before we saw this, but now it's going to be way more prevalent. I was approved for X and then they go to make an offer and then, you know, it turns out I wasn't, right? So, you know, mm. those are things that we want to look out for, for sure. Got it. Okay, so let's expand here a little bit more on people who have a fixed payment variable rate mortgage because mm-hmm. things are changing a lot for them. Like you just mentioned, the amount of payment going from uh, to their principal has just been eroded from 70% at the beginning of the year down to 33%, but their payments are still the same. Mm-hmm. Or are they? What may happen here with this trigger rate potential issue for people, and how did they navigate it? Okay, so, I mean, right now... Um you know, trigger rates have always been there. It's just that we've never had to talk about them till now. So if you're, if you're, if you have an adjustable rate mortgage, your payment will change every time the rates change. So nothing really you need to do. You're going to be impacted immediately. If you have a line of credit, again, your interest only payment will change immediately. Right. And those are sometimes, you know, tougher to deal with because you don't have a choice and it happens immediately, right? Now, for for people who have a static payment variable mortgage, basically from the day you started your mortgage, it didn't your payment hasn't changed, even though when you look, you can see the rate has changed. What's happening there is that your proportion of principal to interest is shifting more towards interest with every increase. And when we're seeing these massive in- increases, um, that's a big shift towards interest, right? And a trigger rate basically comes in when you've when your your payment is now the interest that is owed exceeds that payment. So basically, your payment doesn't even cover the interest owing, right? And typically, what happens is when that is very very close to happening, you'll get a letter, or your lender will uh, you know n- notify you in a way saying, "Here's what's happening. You need to." Um, adjust your payment. You need to increase your payment or make a lump sum to kind of bring things back into check, right? And that is basically where most people are right now. Trigger rates, in in general, from what we can tell, have not been hit yet, but we are so close. And if you have this type of mortgage, now is the time to increase your payment. Make make a change now because what we've seen, even even subtle changes to, to rate, uh, to payment, uh, will push the trigger rate farther out, right? So it's better that you kind of understand what works for your budget, increase your payment, you're fine, uh, versus getting a letter once you've exceeded that by 105%. So once your payment, you've now far exceeded the amount of the payment towards interest, you will be mandated to make that payment, right? Oops, that sounds scary. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. the thing is that it, people need to be educated in this. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, they need to understand that you have prepayment options. That's why these are there in the first place. And, you know, at Bank Control, we have 20% payment increases on both lump sum and payment increases. It's very easy to solve this problem. You know, go and bump up your payment, see what you can afford. Obviously, maybe it takes away from something else, but you don't want to be told that you need to put down X amount of dollars by X amount of date. You know, when it's mm-hmm. when you're talking about your property, right? You want to have control over that situation. 
For sure. And let's keep in mind here, too. There are three more rate announcements this calendar year. Okay, we've got September, October, and December. Right now, the next two announcements are currently estimated to be an additional 0.5%. Yeah. So whether that happens or not, to be determined. But again, it's more likely that they will go up than they're going to go down anytime soon. So for people that are listening that have that variable rate mortgage, make some prepayments. Get ahead of it. Because, uh, like Mikhail said, you don't want a surprise letter from the bank and, and uh, an unexpected expense that might be harder to cover in three, four, five, six months from now than it might be starting to plan for that payment today. Yeah. And, you know, while that means the average consumer is going to be paying off more debt <clears throat> uh, in their... With, with respect to their property, that does also mean that we're going to see the economies further slow in terms of what else they can spend their money on, right? So... In a big picture, first of all, manage your own asset, right? It's your responsibility. Don't let the bank have to manage it for you, so get ahead of it. But to realize that um, it's going to have a greater impact in terms of how people are also going to spend their, their household budgets. Right? For sure. And, Mikhail, what's in your opinion, did the stress test protect buyers for this situation we're in today? Uh, absolutely. Um, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, if we were still qualifying people by their actual, uh, you know, rate, uh, I think that's something that would be scary right now, because if we were (laughs) qualifying people based on one and a half or 2%, when we're touching four to 6%, uh, I think that's a bigger shock, but, you know, qualifying people five and a quarter means that, you know, we've done some sense of due diligence there in protecting against this. Right. Um, we are lucky, you know, a lot of people tend to, well, why does the bank ask this? Or why do we do what we do? And why do we have all these steps that we take, you know? And uh, I think it's now it's becoming a lot more understandable, right? And and protecting the individual from sometimes themselves, right? Because when you're buying a home, uh, you it can become so emotional, right? And sometimes you can push yourself into situations that uh, maybe you can't afford so having the stress test there and having all the due diligence we do, you know, really, I think is what's keeping this whole thing afloat right now, right? Uh, and, and, you know, although, you know, there's a lot of doom and gloom, uh, I, I think that it will just be a little bit of a storm we have to weather. Uh, I don't foresee any major, uh, you know, collapses. You know, I, I think generally speaking, people have the ability to control some sense of their uh, payments and budgets and, 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 and get through this, right? So... Well, I think that's why we are where we are. Mikhail, let's explore that a little bit then, because yeah. you know a lot of the phone calls I've been receiving today is should I reach out to my mortgage broker and move to a fixed rate? Uh, yeah. You know, and that unfortunately, uh, a lot of people like security, but that might yes. not be the best move, generally speaking, when you look mm-hmm. beyond maybe the near-term effects of trying to control inflation. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's speak a little bit to what you would recommend. I mean, you kind of already mm-hmm. touched on it a little bit in terms of increasing your payment to avoid a trigger mm-hmm. rate. But what does mm-hmm. that mean in, instead of moving to a fixed rate? So, you know, changing to a fixed rate, all that does is is you're going from, OK, let's say you're at you're at a four, four percent variable after today. So you're saying, OK, well, I'm going to go to a five year fixed or a fixed rate, five point five percent for security for the sense of security that it won't go past that. Okay. So that's, you know, another one to 1.5% in increases, right? 
you know, it, it comes down to the individual here, but I mean, I, in my, you know, logic would be, well, instead of committing that extra 1.5 in extra interest overnight, why not increase your payment and put that same amount towards principal, mm. right? And get ahead of these rate increases anyways, instead of saying you're, you're going to basically just tack that on as interest, so, you know, I, I think you're better off paying your principal, pay yourself first versus, mm. you know, pay the bank and pay the interest for the sense of security, which may not. And then you're trapped in this fixed rate for years to come. Right? Well, that's what I was just going to touch on. I mean, if you're if you get into a five year fixed rate and if you look at, say, CMHC, for example, who's saying, well, you know, things are going to slow down in 2023. They're going to pick mm-hmm. up again in 2024. And we're likely going to mm-hmm. surpass uh, the recent highs in terms of prices in 2025. But if mm-hmm. you're locked in at a rate, let's say that's, mm-hmm. a you know, like you're saying, five, six, seven percent. Yeah. And you can then get a variable at three something in, in a year from now or two years from yeah. now. You're going to pay a massive penalty to get out of that mortgage, right? Huge. And we saw this when uh, when rates came down during COVID. People were paying tens of thousands of dollars in penalties to break their two and a half, three percent mortgages. What do you think they're going to do if they're carrying a five percent interest rate? They're going to pay anything to get out of that, mm-hmm. right? And you know, the variable is is you know. In the, in the history <laughs> has always been, you know, the play. It's just right now going through this kind of roller coaster ride. You know, I think it, it's, it makes it harder and harder to make sense. But, you know, we're already hearing about, you know, not just CMHC, you know, uh, RBC was one of the first banks that says, you know, we'll be in a recession next year. They're pricing in cuts already, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I truly believe that, you know, we're going to go through a little bit of a, a, a tough time here, but um, it'll, it'll be, be short the other way. It will yeah. go the other way. And, and you do not want to be in these massively high fixed rates uh, when things come down. Because just as quickly as you're affected overnight, you're affected on the way down overnight, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and, and we still have housing shortages. We still have 450,000 permanent residents coming here every year. Mm-hmm. You know, we struggle as a nation to provide 250, 270,000 housing starts a year. I mean, if you do the, the, the macro picture here, owning property uh, and, and weathering this inflation storm is kind of the way you should be managing this right now yeah. and not panicking and making a poor financial decision. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely. Absolutely. I think right now it's, you gotta, you know, everyone needs to, to stay calm and look at the numbers and understand it. And, you know, if you don't understand how your mortgage works, reach out to the person that helped you get it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if you're not happy where you are, reach out to someone else, you know, have a conversation, have it make sense and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make an informed decision based on facts, not on everyone else's emotions. Hysteria. Makes yeah. sense. So, Mikhail, for those people that are already in fixed mortgages, do they need <laughs> to make any changes right now? Honestly, if you are one of those lucky people who have a fixed mortgage that's under 2%, consider yourself extremely lucky and make extra payments because every dollar you're putting, uh, more than 70% of it is going towards principal. But I mean, every dollar you make as a prepayment, 100% of that's going to principal. So you mm. really want to try and knock that thing down while it's very, very cheap. And, you know, that's going to have an impact on the long term. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of tell everybody. And, and one of the strategies that I implement and I tell people to do is, 
you know, it's very easy to increase a payment. I mean, Bank of Montreal, you go online and you go and you increase it. You know, click on your mortgage, the amount you want to increase, click, click, done. And we're not talking you need to increase it five, six hundred, a thousand dollars. No, no, no. Do fifty bucks. Do seventy-five dollars. Do something every year or every six months. Because what ends up happening is you don't notice these small increases with time. And next thing you know, you're paying all this money extra to your principal, reducing your amortization by years and saving you thousands of dollars in interest. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, everyone can benefit from that, not just the people and variables that are going the other way. So, um, and not enough people use that. I think when you think prepayments, you think big lump sums, you know, you don't think that I can, I can bump up my mortgage 50 bucks and the impact yeah. that has. Or Mikhail, right. a lot of people really? are like, hey, you know, instead of paying an extra hundred bucks a month, I'm just going to keep that hundred bucks a month. <laughs> and we're dealing with, we're dealing, well, it's true though. I think yeah. a lot of people think that. And they're like, I'm going to hold on to that hundred bucks. I'm going to hold on to that next hundred bucks, you know, next month. But we're dealing with inflation here at, you know, at least in the States at 9.1%, right? Mm-hmm. So every month mm-hmm. that hundred dollars is now 90, then it's, then mm-hmm. it's 80. You know what I mean? So that you're, your, that erosion of you holding on to your cash is yeah. is a false pretense in terms of what you could actually be doing for your total debt service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I think I think we've been lucky enough to have these low rates. I think it you know a lot of people need to capitalize a little bit more on it. Um, and you know it, I think that there's a little bit more coming. I mean, I think there's three more increases. So uh, you know that hundred dollars in your pocket uh, may turn around on you if uh, mm-hmm. you don't put it to use. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Okay, so we're sitting here at 14-year high interest rates. Um, understandably, a lot of people are likely going to be renewing in the near future. What do you advise to people that are looking at the horizon saying, oh, no, I have to renew my mortgage in six months, eight months, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What do I do today to prepare for that? And what's it going to look like on the other side? So if you have a mortgage probably within the next six months to a year, uh, it's time to start having that conversation. Um, you know, you have to see what your payments are. Um, can you afford them? If you can't, maybe there's a conversation for a refinance, kind of stretch your amortization out, in- increase your cash flow, consolidate some debt, uh, whatever the situation is. Um, but, you know, if you are nervous about your payment going from, a, a, you know, a currently low rate to, you know, a significantly higher rate, I mean, even the variable, like I said, is 4%. Um, you want to start looking at that now, if you're, especially if you're within six months. If you're within a year, you know, you're probably going to have to pay some form of penalty to get out. But if you're within six months, even your own uh, bank will allow usually early renewals within six months with no penalty. So have a conversation now. Great to know. Okay, Mikhail, thank you so much for your time today and for all this very valuable information. For our listeners and viewers that want to get a hold of you and maybe have a conversation, explore how they can best protect themselves and prepare for their mortgage payments, how did they get a hold of you? Uh, so you can reach me by phone, uh, by email, or uh, reach me on Instagram as well. Okay, perfect. We will include all that information in the comments below. Thank you always, as always, for watching and listening, and we hope you found this beneficial as well. If you know somebody with a mortgage, please share this episode with them. We are here to help, okay? And don't panic. Thanks so much. Have a great day. That wraps up this edition of the Vancouver Life Podcast. For more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.